0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Today's guest is Miss Shauna Peterson. She joins us via Skype from her home just outside of Los Angeles. We talk The Muse, Inland Empire, Art Center, Making It For Yourself, Pinstriping, Dragsters, Topography, Cuteness and Darkness, Art Personified, and the sort of how uh, personalities come through in people's work. Um, we talk about the lotto, motherhood, and pho. So, as always, make sure you go check out MikeMaxwellArt.com, which, hallelujah, amen to Zion, that the website is back up. Um, I here's what, I, I think I explained it on the last podcast. Um, the Dave Kinsey episode is up on iTunes now, so if you missed that one via iTunes, uh, because it only went up on YouTube before... Basically, it was, there was this one little glitch with my web hosting company that wouldn't allow me to reactivate my account because um, I had some fraud on my card and the billing got fucked up. So finally was able to get that back up. I was panicking. If any of you have emailed me, um, I know we talked about on the Mike Giant episode to email me stories uh, for what you did for... Uh, holiday the holiday do something good for somebody else episode um so if you send an email i didn't get it all of my emails for the last two weeks have basically just gone into the internet black hole ether or maybe they bounce back to you i'm not 100 percent sure so if you did do that send me a, another email um hope everyone had a good christmas and holiday season it's new year's day today uh, I got a list of things that I'm gonna try to accomplish by the end of the year, or you know, around that time. And I, I hope you do too. I, it seems like writing it down helps. I don't know why all the like self-help, like weirdo guru fucks always tell you to write everything down. But there's something about making a list that makes you get some shit done, just because you want to scratch it off the list. So write some shit down, get some shit accomplished. Or don't if that's if you don't want to either, just do whatever the fuck you want. Alright? So um let's get right into this thing. Make sure you follow me at Mike Maxwell Art everywhere. Follow Producer Lex at producer Lex on his social medias and uh follow Shauna Peterson on her Instagram. It's Sean Toots S H A U N T O O T S. She explains that uh <laughs> that moniker uh, at the end of the episode. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, without, uh, oh, follow the podcast too. Motherfucker. Jeez. I'm such a terrible salesperson. Follow the podcast. at live free podcast, Twitter, Facebooks, Instagrams, whatever, whatever. Um, I have a few shirts still podcast shirts. If you want to grab a podcast shirt, go to the store, Mike It's back up bitches. Click on the shop. You can get some stuff in there. You can buy some stuff and i think that's about it so happy new year's everybody i hope uh it started off great i hope you don't have too bad of a hangover i drank one glass of champagne and it didn't I, it didn't taste that good so i didn't get drunk i tried to get some stouts last night but none of them were cold so i just said fuck it uh, and i hope your new year is prosperous and wealth comes your way and and mostly good health all, all good health. Good health, wealth, whatever the fuck. All right, so let's just get right into this thing. All right, Not messing around. You can donate to the podcast. Ha, ah, see, I'm still messing around. You can donate to the podcast, click on the uh, PayPal link, send some money to the show to start the new year off on a good note. Throw a dime, throw a nickel, whatever you got. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Miss Sharma Peterson. started that way that was a good one yeah what's up lex uh we're back it's another episode of the live free podcast it's uh it's not the new year but let's just jump to the future when this comes out it yes. is 2014 crazy right 2013 got got bias in it in a quickness
1: yeah it did man um hopefully nobody's hung over
0: today who's listening yeah i'm sure you, you know i always lay low for new years like I used to go out and party a lot when I, mm-hmm. when I drank or whatever, and I, I, I'm i so not interested in crowds that are rowdy and drunk. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a stay-at-home
0: type of guy and just, you know, close people. Yeah. I watch the TV, watch people be standing in crowds, like not yeah. being able to go pee, freezing their ass off in New York.
1: This is a second year without
0: Dick Clark. Yeah, doing yeah. The countdown. What is it like? Ryan Seacrest or something? Does yeah. That
1: shit? Well, even though like the uh, was it not last year, but the year before he did the final countdown.
0: Yeah, really yeah. like not in good shape. No, either. like it was. Yeah, it he was, was like, like Weekend at Bernie's.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stuck a cattle prod on him,
0: and they're like, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I wonder if kids these days watch Weekend Weekend at Bernie's. You think they have seen that movie? Kids no. these days. Kids These. <laughs> God no, damn dude. It, I don't 2014. know. 2014. It's funny. I mean, well, I
1: think you know since the whole Bernie thing was was like really big. I think they're like, "What? Well, where did Bernie come from?" I think the people who actually looked into it probably watched Weekend at Bernie's.
0: All right, but most of them probably didn't. Yeah, I agree. That movie is terrible, and they made a sequel too, right? <laughs> didn't they make two of them? What's yeah. The fuck. <laughs> uh, so art stuff. I guess I uh, my. Sh- I got a show that I'm going to do in San Francisco. We talked about it with Paul nice. when he was on the yeah, yeah, yeah. episode a few, a few weeks ago, I guess. It's going to be a solo show? Yeah. I'm going to do a solo show at his spot in May. So it's the Nowheresville space. I don't know if he's calling it a gallery. There's a whole roster of, of artists and stuff that he's going to do all year next year, which is going to be dope. Um, I'm, we'll try to get some of the artists that are working with his space mm-hmm. on the show as well. There's a guy, Kyle Ranson. Um, whose art I've followed for a long time, that makes some really cool stuff that I'd like to talk to. We've never had a conversation or anything, mm-hmm. but um, today, uh, speaking of, we got Shauna Peterson on the show today. She and I have never had a conversation before either. Oh. This will be the first one. Um, I've seen her work for a long time, so nice. it'll be good to get to know her a little bit. Um, what's what's your plan for twenty fourteen? Um
1: get some definition in the abs
0: some ab definition ab definition i started getting my um upper left ab started to show i got a haircut have you said yeah you yeah saw yeah, yeah trying to clean shit up for 2014 get my shit in order yeah i'm trying to compete i need to uh, too. competing is in my my goal set yeah um organization going back to the roots man competing very yeah. primal mm-hmm. that's what i'm talking about so Take let's, it back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us if if you guys have New Year's resolutions, go to the Live Free Podcast Facebook. You, you know what? Leave them on the. Tell us what you're up to, or on the Twitter at Live Free Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, tell us what you're up
1: to. What we should do as a, like a side. You know how you do your constant series in like yeah. February. We should see the successful and failed. Yeah, who's year's continued? Years. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Let's all have. Uh, live free podcast new year's resolutions mine is to compete in 2014 and 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 by the end of 2014 i hope to be in very close proximity to getting my purple belt nice goal whether in in no expectations i could try my best if it if it doesn't happen it doesn't Mm -hmm. happen if it does happen even earlier fucking thumbs up and set new goals from there yeah for sure all right Let's give Shauna a call and get to know her a little bit. You ready? Yep. All right, let's do this. Miss Shauna Peterson.
2: Hi, Mike. How are you? Thanks for having me here today.
0: Yeah, it's so good to sit down and talk with you. Do you want to turn your screen back on? It it went to your icon, which is super rad. It's you with your face painted (laughs) like one of your paintings.
2: Yeah. Um... You know what? I'm such a technological uh, ass. I don't know how to do that. Is
0: there a like a video camera icon? Uh, oh, yeah. So click that. Hey. There you are. There we go. Yeah, we did the sound check earlier and the video turned on right away. But, okay. You know, it's, it's the way things go. As soon as you press record, all of a sudden techno- technology <laughs> like turns left and is leaving you in the dust. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah i want to thank you first of all for for taking the time to shoot the shit with us i uh i've followed your work for a long time but you and i have never really formally met
2: no i don't think we have i was trying to think you know because i used to um i had done a few shows with like josh kraus and tim mccormick like yeah in san diego way back in the day and we could have crossed paths back then but i don't i don't i you know i don't know yeah, maybe don't... maybe not
0: it hasn't been formal, for sure. Do you have yeah. headphones?
2: What's that? Do
0: you have headphones? No, I don't. Okay. I got to I, I gotta remember to not talk loud. Sometimes it's funny. In conversation, I'll just automatically get boisterous. <laughs> just in the middle of something, just get abnormally loud. It's funny. Going back and, like, when we do the edits and stuff, like, looking through the files, I could see wherever my loud-ass voice is. It's, like, blowing through the, the sound waves. So, yeah, I feel... I feel like that's where I first became familiar with your work was through maybe the Muse Gallery.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you did some stuff there. Okay. And, you know, I may have had... uh, I I feel like we just had Tim on the show. Um, And I was explaining, like, how he he sort of turned me on to, like, what was kind of happening in the L.A. Um, I guess using lowbrow is just a descriptive term. Yeah, yeah that's so dumb to <laughs> to even like cattle ourselves into like a little fucking pen or whatever but so I feel like he turned me on to a bunch of stuff that was happening in the you know l a art scene and so did you grow up in california
2: i did i grew up um here in the inland empire where i where i still am um and yeah I grew up here my whole life i lived in uh rialto growing up which is I don't know if people know where that is, but it's in the 909. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you watched um that David Lynch film, The in- Inland Empire that he did? No, I haven't. I fucking want to watch it, but I know it's so fucking strange and bizarre. <laughs> he did it with Laura Dern and I apparent it's I don't even know if it has anything to do with the Inland Empire area. I, I feel like it does. <laughs> It has to, right? It doesn't right?
2: seem like. Why would he make a movie of the Inland Empire? I know, Empire's but right that's now.
0: exactly why <laughs> he would make a movie of it. That's the exact reason. But it's. I I don't think they had a script. I think he told Laura Dern to like go into this room and act a certain way. <laughs> I haven't sat down and watched it, but it's on YouTube. I think they well, have. will
2: have to check it out.
0: Yeah, Inland Empire. A lot of a lot of freak shit goes on in the, the Inland yeah. Empire.
2: This is true. It this feels true. like
0: I grew up in the eastern part of San Diego, so. Okay. I feel like the, as you go up the state of California, like Mm -hmm. the coast, all the coastal cities have a lot of similarities. And then a lot of the the cities that are about a half hour, 45 minutes east of the coast have a lot of similarities.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like the closer
0: you get to the desert. It's weird. Like if you look at the, I was just, I don't know why I was looking at um, California from the Google maps. And it's really a, a couple friends of mine went out to the desert to look at meteors. That's why I looked. Oh, oh yeah. nice. And it's really weird how quickly California from the coast to the mountains is super lush and nice and green and yeah. then it turns into death. Like <laughs> yeah, it does. It's California's re- weird. Yeah. <laughs> so you, so you grew up out there, I'm sure uh life was was interesting? No? What uh <gasps>
2: Yeah, you well, know, pretty pretty simple. I grew up in um I don't know, Rialto became like uh it changed a little bit, you know, like growing up in in the 70s, you know, everybody went roller skating and it was like pretty cool and Yeah. and then and then it just started to get a little more a little urban decay happening uh-huh. to it, you know. So, now it's you know, they uh, the area I grew up in ends up on the news a lot for sure. the wrong reasons.
0: <laughs> I, the the reason I bring it up, it seems like sometimes those in types of environments mm-hmm. have a tendency to produce creative cultures.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. And you see that a lot, you know, in, in art right now, a lot of, um, you know, the people who graffitied when they were kids or were into that scene, you know, now they're like making badass art. art, right. you know, they just matured and they, but they keep, you know their um aesthetics uh-huh. you know? and
0: ethics too like a, like a work ethic too that yeah goes along sure with all that, right? sure so did you do the the art school thing were you were you creative out the gate
2: i was creative out the gate as soon as i could hold a pencil my dad would um he would sit in in bed with me and he would draw my bottle uh-huh. in, in front of me and i remember just like totally fucking being amazed like there's my bottle on a piece of paper and then he'd hand me the pencil and I'd try to draw it and you know so like for as long as I can remember been drawing and painting and then uh, I ended up going to Riverside Community College and taking classes there and at the same time Jeff Soto was going there.
0: Okay yeah Jeff was on the show.
2: Yeah and then we both ended up going to Art Center College of Design in Pasadena. Okay. And it was that was a fantastic experience for me because um you know just that's where i really grew as an artist you know and we i went to school with um like jeff and tara mcpherson and sean cheatham and dan santat and you know our teachers were the claytons and alex gross and jason holly so right it was just total magic
0: alex <laughs> listens to the show i've tried to get him on but he, he refuses to to record <laughs> an episode <laughs> but i know he listens out there we're gonna I get know, you wrong, it's... yeah calling him out <laughs> so did you did you have the idea what what was like the turning point to get you into to art center where were were, were um, you painting you know, or I'm making
2: kind of afraid to take that step and and you know because you i mean there's a part of you that like you know you know you're an artist and, and you know you not you're not going to be happy doing anything else in life But it's also scary, because you know, like, yeah, how many artists really can make a buck out there and make it work, you know? I just like was kind of, I I stayed at RCC for like, uh, nine years or something ridiculous, (laughs) like just hanging out at the community college, taking art classes and ceramics. And and then actually, my uh, husband, my then boyfriend was just like, fuck this, we got to get you, we got to do art school, you got to go on with this. so he started like getting information from all the schools and, and I just applied here and there and looked into them. And, and I really wanted to go to Pasadena. That was like the best fit for me yeah. at the time.
0: And that's and rad. So I was
2: paying for it for the rest of my life. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you know, that's rad that, that your now husband was that supportive of you. Yeah, like so to know that maybe you needed, did you need that push?
2: I totally needed that push because I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have made that step on my own or not.
0: Yeah. And you feel like it was pretty integral for you to...
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like where I found my voice, which I mean, probably even had I not gone to art school, I, you know, after you do it for so long, you know, you just, you find your, your voice and, and your style and who you are anyway. Like it would have happened regardless, but yeah, it just, um,
0: and that thing so keeps to that evolving like, too right what's that and that keeps evolving too yeah
2: for sure like yeah
0: learning who we are yeah so was was painting the first love were you doing other type i mean you 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 told me you you so you were doing ceramics and lots of stuff in the oh, community college uh, yeah how did painting become a focus it was it going through the art center system
2: yeah pretty much pretty much after going to school um painting was the focus well so it started to be the the focus in the community college years and but you know I was playing with everything you know like like watercolors and oils and acrylics but then also pastels and and conti crayon and you know doing all that which I now think like oh i I need to go back to that it, it's kind of when you're when you become like busy as an artist and and you're making money on it and you know, you have your thing that you're known for and you do. And so like, I, I just actually, I just bought um my first moleskin sketchbook and I'm actually like, that's art for me. I'm making, you know, even though there are little bits of art in there, uh-huh. that's like, I haven't made art for myself in years. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's all for me, but Usually it's like there's a show or here's the theme or, you know.
0: Something without deadlines.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's been nice to just kind of trying to get back and play and, you know, use pen and ink and and different things.
0: Yeah, it's important. And, you know, it it seems like there's um, like cyclical portions, you know, like after like five or ten years, you go Mm -hmm. back to that thing that you were doing five or ten years ago. That's
2: so true. And learn how to do it
0: better. Right? yeah right you yeah, could do it
2: I, I I wonder do all artists keep like all their work and and maybe some of them throw get sick of it and throw it out but I like to go back through my old shit and just like holy crap I haven't even thought about like doing that in years like <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot that I could do that
0: yeah I posted on Facebook recently that um that uh, I'll have to paraphrase my own self but something <laughs> to the fact of um like seeing an old painting is like running into an old version of myself yeah. You know, like it's like seeing myself and handshaking myself and being like, hey, that's that's who you used to be. And, yeah, exactly. But being disassociated from it. And we just, <laughs> we just talked to Dave Kinsey and uh, we were talking about whether it's just like getting older and the memory is just not as strong <laughs> as it used to be. Or if we're just be- like inundated with information and there's so much going on all the time that it's just... We've overloaded the memory bank, and it's just pushing out all the old stuff. I don't know. It's yeah. one of those two things. I don't know. Let's talk about like I guess like what your work is like. Um, i I noticed like a connection to old sign painters and like motorcycle pinstriping. Yeah. Um, I guess you know I, what, we, what we would maybe consider like the beginning of whatever that uh, classification word that I use, lowbrow. Yeah, um, I guess the history of that comes out of uh, motorcycle culture, and it
2: and well for me, I, I don't know if you know, my dad drag races, and I grew up going to the drag races. Okay, yeah. So I grew up watching the guys pinstripe the cars, and uh-huh. and then uh, my dad would have guys, you know, actually Bob Thompson. There used to be um, commercials on in the seventies, maybe early eighties for. Do you remember Miller's Outpost?
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. And
2: they had commercials of these two cowboys. Well, one of the cowboys um, is actually Bob Thompson, who's who's a striper and, and a letterer, and he's badass. Anyway, he, he would come out to the house and, like, letter my dad's car, and I just remember being a little kid just, like, just, like, seeing the angels sing, like, <laughs> Yeah. It was amazing. But that's, yeah, that's totally what I grew up around. I grew up around cars and and lettering and pretty girls with trophies you know and which
0: that part of the that part of the state is very well known for racetracks like pomona is yeah, close yeah, right yeah. yeah
2: pomona and there used to be one um Ir- Irwindale, and wow. uh gosh i think there might have been one in fontana like in the early years and then orange county we had an orange county drag strip that that closed down in the 80s early 80s i think but
0: so your dad uh did the motorcycle dragsters?
2: No, he races a 1969 GTO.
0: And is uh, for those like me actually who like what how would you describe that to somebody? Cuz a, a muscle car. Okay.
2: And he does the quarter mile.
0: Like the ones where the front end lifts all up in the air? Yeah. 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 That's fucking <laughs>
2: awesome.
0: So you you were raised in that culture then. Like that was a, a big part of your lifestyle like growing yeah. up? Yeah, I feel like I got the same thing, but in like the desert aspect. Uh huh. But my stepfather was a uh, really into the the dragsters, and he used to pinstripe cars a lot too.
2: Oh no! Shit! Awesome.
0: And I always watched it. He always did the the kind that was the tape, you know? Yeah, yeah. That could bend and and turn, and I always oh, found fa- yeah. I always found it fascinating. And and even then, like the the motorcycle helmets that would get painted. Mm -hmm. And I always found that I always made the connection with that and like um, grocery sign painters. Yes. Like those two things together. Always like I I always love those. And now I noticed that in your work in like the way that you uh, pull a brushstroke, which your brushstrokes are awesome. Thank you. As somebody we were just talking about, like, quality of line. On the last episode, and like mm-hmm. how, like, there's these levels, like people who I hold to a high esteem of line quality. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely up there, like, and you could see yeah. the correlation between like the application of paint yeah. in a certain way. Yeah. I always love those tools that they use. I've never, I've, I've always just used liners and things for my yeah. own work.
2: Yeah, I've never used like an actual like quill, like lettering quills. I've never with
0: them it looks like it's so fun but it, it does it, it all of those tools look like they're like 15 years old like you have to work for 15 years to get the bristles like right yeah, in the totally. perfect spot. Like the, there's those ones that are like triangle shaped almost when they start pulling them I th- was yeah. that did you post the guy that wears like the mad hatter hat with the big beard and the long hair that is a sign painter I feel uh, like maybe you. I, you
2: know, I posted a video of a guy who does sign painting.
0: He looks like he could. He kind of looks like Slash. A little bit.
2: Uh I don't think that's the same guy. But I, the guy I posted was an older gentleman. and He might have had a beard.
0: I started but, watching uh, a bunch of those like tutorials. But I, I was
2: watching them too, and it's like, I, I don't know, like mesmerizing and.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like you know something I really appreciate about your work is the. Um, the text, you know, the font work, mm-hmm. like the, wow. the application. And, in and the reason I say it because I know how difficult it is to add uh, text work into something graphic, yeah, and having it sort of coexist in a right. comforting way. Like, right. I've made so many paintings where I plumped in lettering because I wanted like express something, mm-hmm. and it just looks out of place, like it, and, and it stopped me from doing a lot of other things. You know, for better or for worse, I don't know. <laughs> but something I've always appreciated about your work is the the adaptability of the the font work with the graphic. And there's something sort of um I don't want to I'm going to say commercial, but I know that it almost sounds like it almost sounds insulting cuz that's not I don't mean yeah, like
2: no, I, I know what you're getting at and I'll, I'll take it because I I mean that's what I I am inspired by is like commercial product, you know, the pr- product and and the way that type tries to draw you in the uh-huh. funny
0: you it, know? it's there's like a level of uh you know like old advertising maybe would be yeah. a good analogy but it, it's not necessarily advertising anything specific yeah it, yeah but except for maybe your idea yeah do you feel like it's it's easier to to get something across with with adding verbiage
2: for me yeah i was actually i i find myself thinking like when i start paintings or start ideas that um Okay, this time I'm not going to put any words in it. Like, I need to calm down on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I always do. That I'm just like, no, I I need to write something, and I don't know why, but I and, just I love putting words on it.
0: And that tells me that it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Now, you know, like if you're, it's almost like your your insides know. They're like, no. No, <laughs> you it, need to
2: write some shit on this <laughs> thing. <laughs> so you think
0: it does? It helps you like uh, like pass on an expression, or do you think? You know, this is something that's been coming up on the show, like, uh, like expressing ideas through metaphorical, figurative uh, images Hmm. is it doesn't always um, it's like a game of telephone and the message sometimes gets changed, which there's nothing wrong with. But if you want to be more poignant or uh, specific about something, there's something about adding like that's why like titles are always really important to me, even though. Yeah, yeah they don't make it into the actual artwork, but it's right. like a part of it. Is that sort of a play for you? Like a kind of...
2: Yeah. And, and, and for me, like my my process, that's a lot of it starts with words. And I've always loved words. I love reading. I love... I could sit on the computer and look at fonts all day long. <laughs> like there's no problem there. But, but I also, when I start a painting, like I just write down words. And, and that's kind of how I my brain starts to visualize what I want to do and what I want to say. So I guess that just kind of naturally flows into the painting and stays there.
0: I've made, I was just looking at some old stuff, like going back through the last couple of years, like just going through my files or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I made these paintings that were uh, just a copy of my notes. So I've, mm-hmm. I've done like the same thing. So like I'll have a, a note page yeah. that is just words that I've written down. that yeah. like I've seen on the internet or read in a book or something. Right. And it's usually, it's, it tends to be something that I want to look up later and like sort of investigate or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of like how it looks just as a piece of art. Right. So I, I made like a painting on wood that was just the notes. Oh, and that's And you know, awesome. like scratched it yeah. out, like some of the words got scratched out, like it wasn't a good thing to look up or like <laughs> I spelled something wrong or whatever. <laughs> and actually it sold too, which I was, I did it more of like an installation kind of thing. Yeah. Not expecting it to sell, but it actually yeah. did sell maybe we should do that again yeah <laughs> so um there's also some stuff Like, so you use a lot of figurative beyond the beyond the font work there's mm-hmm. figurative that shows up in your work there's a mm-hmm. lot of um sexy girls
2: a lot of girls and uh, then I, I like robots and uh-huh and you Can know I, little animals and cartoons and weird things
0: i find that it, and it's weird i was thinking about this a lot today like i see a lot of work that um that has cute pretty things that mm-hmm. also seems to have a level of darkness. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know you personally. We don't know each other besides our few interactions on the internet. Yeah. But I could see that maybe there there could be a, like a an underlying like tension maybe. Maybe darkness is a little too morbid or whatever, but
2: No, but that is it uh, That's a, a I can I can see that. Like I do try to I don't want it to be too cutesy you don't want it to just be all fluffy I don't know
0: yeah but I I feel like there's like part of that draws you in right like so Mm -hmm. you see an image that uh could be appealing to somebody in a certain way yeah and like it's almost like like you're fishing them in and then (laughs) there's like some and it's not very it's I'm not saying it's specific And, and I could also be projecting my own views on on the work right like in my own experience but it seems like some of them have, like, an underlining darkness.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they do. And, like, you know, too, just, um, it's funny because when I look at other people's work, and I, you know, as an artist, I always I always question myself, like, am I any good? Or, like, what if I'm not being, what if my stuff is too fluffy looking or or too just meh? You know, because I, I look at other people's work and it's like, wow, that's that's really deep. You know, and then mine's like... Well, here's some boobs and some, <laughs> yay. <laughs> so, so I think subconsciously, even you know, even though I'm like just painting, I, I just want to paint what makes me happy, and this stuff makes me happy. But, but yeah. I think there are some co- subconscious things like, and then my fears and my um, my questions about if you know what I what who I am, what I'm doing, like sure. that shows up in your painting yeah. whether you want it to or not. So there is an underlying kind of darkness or tension or, or Which I something feel else.
0: like that gets sort of misled. And, you know, like I, I just had like 30 dudes on the show in a row and mm-hmm. I really try to make an effort to have some femininity on the show as well <laughs> to show, you know, what, what your, what your point of view is from making the work. And yeah. I feel like that, that's almost like a stigma that gets attached to, to artists who are mm-hmm. also female. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's almost this need to have, like, a level of cuteness sometimes. hmm And I don't know if it's, uh, like, self-imposed or, like, society, like, makes people feel that way. I mean, because... <laughs> and, and I've been talking about this a lot, too, because I try to make, like, hyper-masculine work sometimes yeah. as, like, a counter... Like, being a, a counterbalance yeah. to that thing. But I would say, just now, just having this conversation, it's like, I wonder how many times women feel, like, if they feel a need to to take that aspect you know like if we're looking at how men and women act in society you know like Mm -hmm. is it is it important to to have like those interactions with the art as well you know like like women i'm trying to word this right so like women are 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 oftentimes in society expected to be like cutesy and like Mm -hmm. nice and Mm
1: -hmm. fluffy
0: was that what the word that we were using Fluffy. (laughs) But I mean, we're all fucking dark, both men and women. We have shit that we got to deal with. And it's not always like poppy and nice. Right. You know, so I'm curious if if uh, as a woman, you feel like attention in society to be that way in society normally or uh, attention to or like uh, a sort of pressure to to produce work like that as a as a female artist.
2: Um, no, I don't say. Think it's like a pressure. I think it's just, you know, I, I just what comes out of me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And 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 then like, and I and I don't feel like pressure in society either because <laughs> I don't leave the house. I'm <laughs> neither do I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not you... even wearing pants right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's something I notice a, a comedic aspect to your work too. Not to take it down to like weirdo town but like (laughs) there's there's also you know you seem like a very jovial type of person as well yeah
2: yeah and i do want like i i think like that's part of you know my style is you can't your personality is going to come through in your painting no matter what you're doing and i've always thought it was so interesting because um like my art friends even if i didn't know their styles i think if i Lined up, you know, ten paintings in a room, and I knew the people and knew their personalities. I could pretty much pick out who did what. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I I always like think that's pretty interesting how they're, you know, your art kind of looks like you in some way. Yeah,
0: and there's no real changing it either. So, like for instance, I've everything that I do is, like, dreary and, like, boom, 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 Like, it's always, like, some sad story about some sad thing that happened to some sad, sup- sappy sucker somewhere, you know? <laughs> and, and so, like, I've wanted to make things, like, I feel like like we just laughed. I said something funny, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I feel like I have a decent sense of humor as a person. <laughs> but when I make shit, it's like there's no comedy. Like
2: <laughs> There's no humor in this. No
0: comedy comes through at all. And even if I try, I don't know that I could try and and make something come out. But there's, like I said, like your work has a, a jovialness. Like you seem yeah. really friendly. You seem yeah. like you have a good sense of humor. Like you make a joke or take a joke too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't seem like you're hung up on a lot of things, you know, Mm-mm. like a nah. sort of open person. And that comes through in the things that you Right. Make.
2: But then I always question that, like, you know, just going back to the fluffiness, I, I just question, do do people, you know, do they look at that and just think it's, you know one dimensional, you know? Yeah. Like, and
0: and on the flip side of that, like do I make things that are so serious because I want to be taken seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Can I not make a fucking joke here? <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. We get a t it's it comes from just making things for so long, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And your and your personality I always trip out on how People who aren't artistic and they don't understand that, and they just like want to know like where does it come from and what is it, and you're just like I don't fucking know, man. It just I make it, I make stuff, and this yeah. is what it looks like.
0: What are you uh, mostly? Are you, are you an acrylic painter, oil painter?
2: Um, You know, I I I love all all of the mediums, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I think like I'm <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm like pretty decent at them, and I and i've been wanting to get back to doing oils you know but w- it's funny when i work in oils i i tend to be like a little more painterly less illustrative uh-huh. and i think it's just because of the the paint like ooh look yeah. i can look what i can do with this yeah. you know with with acrylic since it dries fast it's just more i don't know quick and I just, I, I, I don't know. My brain thinks of it as more illustrative. Yeah,
0: format. I've always liked your gradients. Like, in in terms of, like, using acrylic paint to build up uh, three dimensions. Like, mm-hmm. really going through a, a series of colors. Yeah. I th- I feel like that time when, and I, t- I talked to Tim about this, but that time at the Muse when a lot of different types of art were coming through San Diego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really influential for me, like, learning, because, you know yeah like that's how you learn to paint like you go For look sure. at paintings you hang out with painters you yeah. work with painters and you kind of learn that or you know you have a teacher of some sort and you right you fucking that's how you learn yeah and so i feel like i you know i learned a lot of like i i feel like i picked up a lot of the illustration techniques from art center kids without mm-hmm. <laughs> without <laughs> the tuition
3: <laughs> damn you
0: <laughs> and they've all been a bunch of them have been on the show too shout out to art center They're good people there. (laughs) So, uh, dude, I know that the lottery is the poor man's tax, right? And I know that I'm the poor man. I know that. <laughs> but right now, the fucking lottery is at $560 million. Are you fucking serious? Is it really? Is that fucking outrageous? Yes. I've been following it. It hit like $200 million. I was like... Holy
2: oh, fuck. I don't even know. I, I didn't even know this was happening. Five? We usually play the lottery because we were fucking hoping.
0: $560 million. Is that fucking outrageous? Yeah.
1: it's enough money to start an addiction. Two- yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you can get a couple good addictions going with five hundred sixty million. Here's what I'm doing, and I suggest any. Actually, by the time this will be out, uh, New Year's, so okay, it should be I, higher by yes. I will already have won the five hundred and sixty million by now. <laughs> but this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go buy fifteen tickets and get one of each of the like mega number. So it's like the mega millions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know you're guaranteed to get the mega number. I figure a $15 gamble on $560 million, That's not... Not bad, right? Nope. No. Those no.
2: aren't bad odds.
0: <laughs> so let's all, let's let's make a pact right now. Do you want to make a lottery pact? Are you going to go buy a lottery ticket now? 560000000 buy a lottery, lottery ticket. All right. So let's all buy a lottery ticket. And if either one of us wins, okay. we give a million to, to each one of us. Let's do it. Done? I'm done. All
2: right.
0: Here, we're handshaking on the... <laughs> Semi live podcast, nice. Let's hopefully we all win a million dollars at least. Five hundred sixty million. I would go so batshit crazy.
2: I think it would be scary to have. Oh, dude, I would be afraid for my life.
0: Yeah, it would. It would create such a level of panic. Yeah, and that's something that I always talk to Mike Giant about. Actually, who was just on the show is like this idea that there's something really comforting about having nothing, even though it sucks when you want something. But when you don't like if you didn't have to lock your car door or your front door because you weren't worried about somebody stealing your stuff? Right. That's one less stress. Yeah. One less yeah, stress to worry is. about in your day to day. Right? If you're just worried about getting some food and surviving, if you're not worried about getting your shit jacked. Like that's <laughs> one of our big problems. <laughs> like getting your shit jacked is like a big stress throughout the day. <laughs> and that's what comes with having possessions.
2: Yeah. You know? That's so true.
0: But now you're stuck with five hundred and sixty million, and everybody oh, wants you. God, oh, that would scare me. It would be scary. All right, let's not buy lottery tickets. We just talked <laughs> ourselves out of it. Screw that! I'm still buying one. <laughs> I know I am too. We made a pack, so we have to buy. We have to buy at least one. I think the drawings to the drawings today. Actually, today.
2: Ooh, yeah, is it Tuesday nights? Do they yeah. do the drawing, or Tuesday is it Wednesday? and
0: Fridays. I
1: think
2: it's Wednesdays, isn't
0: it? I think it's Tuesday and Friday. Wednesdays is the Powerball. Damn, uh, I just... Look at you. Yeah, at, yeah, look at Lex uh, has been playing yeah. the lottery already. He knows what the fuck is up. <laughs> so uh, you're also a mama. Did uh, did the transition to becoming a mother make making work a little different? Uh, Obviously, being a mom is a not more than full-time job.
2: Yeah, you know what? I found that, uh, and I still find it a hard struggle to find that happy... Um, happy medium between yeah. the two because then I, I feel like, you know, when you're an artist, there's something, you know, I just leave me alone, kids. I'm making art. Like get out of here. Yeah, you, me, you know? And you
0: need some spontaneity too, right? Like you can't, yeah. like you need to be able to work when you need to work or like yeah. when it feels like it's right to work.
2: Yeah. It's, it's pretty rough. I mean, I mean, I, I love being able, you know, that I'm doing both, but I still, I, I struggle and I, I, and then I also felt like when I, um like first had had the boys that I fell out of the game for a bit like I just couldn't I wasn't even a part of it you know yeah
0: you're you're, sad (laughs) you had to really focus your attention yeah more important (laughs) aspects of life right to some extent
2: yeah yeah so did you find it was hard it
0: It was hard to get back in
2: yeah, like, well, now they're in school full-time, you know, both of them. So, I'm just like, fuck, yeah, I got, you know, like a good six, seven hours that I can I can work, you know. Yeah. So, now I feel like, and, and this year, it just seems like it's been a lot busier for me, you know, and I don't know. so Things are falling back into place.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So, do you feel like you got more painting on the horizon? Or are you going to try to do some more shows. Uh, yeah, with...
2: you know, I have like just group shows and stuff coming up and and I'm do- doing commission stuff right now, but then I want to um, I need to get mailers out and uh, but I also need to work on my website, which is <laughs> a headache.
0: Yeah, oh. whenever anybody says they need to work on their website, it's always <sighs> I need to work on the
2: wall. <laughs> I know. But I was wondering like, you know, I'm technologically challenged. Yeah, me too. World, you know, so do you really need one? Because I Instagram and I Facebook and I have a little blog. Like, can't people find my shit everywhere else? Like, do I really need a website? Do you need that anymore?
0: I don't. I don't know if you ever really needed it to be. To yes. Be, I mean, I have it for my ego because I just want to dominate the Google search. <laughs> Which I think MikeMaxwell.com no, is available right are, now. Really? I think so. Oh, they should. tried to sell it to me, but I think the I think I can go buy it for cheap now. Nice. maybe I should probably get on that. Yeah. Well, if you win the lottery,
1: I'm buying it and I'm selling it to you.
0: <laughs> 50,000. Yeah, you could charge Just somebody kidding. with 500 million. I yeah. think you would walk away with about like 125, maybe almost 200 million after taxes and like I cash think, money.
2: Like literally have a heart attack and die. It would, would be
0: so hard to keep your shit together. Yeah. Like, what would you do? Like, the moment that you... F- I, I, imagine the moment right when you find out. Like, your heart that. has to... <laughs> it has <laughs> to sink. It has to seem unreal. Yeah. I've had some... I was just talking about this. I used to play poker a lot. Oh. And uh, I won a tournament. And the last, like, few hands of the tournament were such a blur because my brain was on such a weird high because I thought it was going to win the tournament <laughs> that the last hand, I don't even know how it played out. Like, it... You know, um, God, what's a good example? There's that game that all the the dudes. Play. What's the game that you play? That's the, the war game online. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. If the like the flashbang goes off by you, it goes like want want like yeah, a yeah. white light. That's what like the whole fucking end of that tournament felt like. So I imagine that winning that much money, like probably just sends all the chemicals in your brain into haywire. And it's probably really hard to keep your shit together. Oh, for sure. You I'd, just would have to split.
1: I'd immediately break something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck it and th- throw a plate through the front window. <laughs> but then somebody might climb in and steal your ticket. Imagine how guarded you are of that little piece of paper that says you're oh worth five hundred million. God. How do you get that from one place to the next? Oh no, shit! You got to hire ar- armored guard, armored trucks to take you from one place to the next. Ew
2: i couldn't, I couldn't be responsible so for
1: that
0: much kind of panic. thing <laughs> it might be better to be poor. I might jail
1: smuggle it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if the ink came out? No balloon <laughs> okay, yeah you've been to jail before, Lex apparently <laughs> <laughs> so no the when this comes out again, I said it'll be New Year's Do you have any um New year's resolutions for twenty fourteen we have, we've been or even putting that title on it makes them sound makes it sound weird. So yeah. we have goals for 2014. Mine yeah. is to compete in jiu-jitsu and try to get my purple belt by the end of next year. Ooh. And be more organized. Do you have Ooh. anything lined up? I know we're a little ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, we're pre-Christmas. We're trying to I
2: I'm, I'm thinking about like, you know, do I what am I going to do for lunch today? That's about as far as can. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> we're getting pho for sure. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. We're we're eating pho for lunch.
2: Oh, I've never tried that. We just had a new joint open up here. It's supposed to be the business
0: oh you should fuck it's it. so you should, good you should check it out
2: Ah, uh, i need to
0: the way to know that if it's good is if the people who run it insult you when you come <laughs> <up>. <laughs> if they call you names and shit you know you're gonna get good food get that dirty look yeah but then they're friendly after they laugh and like call you names so um shauna i want to thank you again for for taking the time to shoot the shit with us can we um can we send some people your way They like, to the Instagrams in the, the yeah, interwebs. Yeah,
2: the website. Don't go to the website.
0: Don't go. Don't go to the website.
2: Uh yeah. Um.
0: I don't know if I follow you on Instagram. I need to make sure that I do. You're on the yeah, Instagram. No, I
2: just got on there and and like I said, I'm just kind of. I'm an ass. I don't. I don't know how to find people and do. I'm just. I'm an asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know how to. So what, what's your name on there?
2: <laughs> Sean Toots. S H A, I know, right? Nice, that's good. S H A U N T O O T S. My aunt used to call me Shauna Toots. I didn't have a gas problem. It was just a cute little name. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it stuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has become all your internet handle names. It's yes. <laughs> a great honor. I think that's an homage. <laughs> cool. So um so we'll get people over there to check you out. You're on the Facebooks too? Do you do you I get am personal on the or it, uh what you know some people have like personal ones or like oh people.
2: you know what i have um i have an art page one but i'm like really bad at it so just find me just
0: okay. find me nice My all right.
2: page
0: is cool nice all right shauna thank you so much for again for taking the time to talk with us let's do internet dap give me all some knuckles right. up there bam Nice.
2: Thanks, Mike.
0: Have a great weekend. Have a um a fabulous holiday, and uh, I look forward to to seeing what you do in uh, twenty fourteen. Seeing you some too. new paintings. All right. All right, thanks, Bye. Sean. Bye. All right. Nice. So that's Miss Shawna Peterson. We're definitely gonna go get some pho for sure. Yes. Right now, you in? I'm down. You down? All right, we're gonna go fuck with that shit. Uh, yeah, I guess that's no. Well, that's the first episode of the new year. Yep. Welcome to twenty fourteen, bitches.
1: so how many are we going to rack up this year now you're doing them regularly now shit i don't know well you know
0: what i don't know because when i was doing them sporadically i would do a bunch in a row yeah so if that equals i don't know we're what we're at one this i believe is going to be like 131 maybe something like that 130 131 we should definitely get through 200 well what's 52 weeks
1: 52
0: weeks we'll get close yeah be in the 180s. Yep. Or, you know, we do some Tuesday shit, too. Yeah. So, uh, happy new year, motherfuckers. And uh hope everyone got everything from Santa Claus. Santa Claus is fake. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. Yeah. I, said, I don't know if I'll ever teach, if I ever have kids, if I'll teach them that Santa Claus is a real thing. I had this explanation. I'm not judging.
1: My I'm wife, judging. but I don't know how to do it. Because, I like, she yeah, asked cause me Yeah, because you can the... fuck up
0: other kids' shit.
1: Yeah, dude hard to do my kids will be the be demonized that
0: yeah you know i feel uh, like i'd tell my kids the truth about most things yeah but maybe not maybe i have no fucking idea what i'm talking about right now yeah because i don't have no babies. maybe like the
1: social pariah of kids because kids are fucking mean yeah kids are little shitheads i'd rather have i rather have a kid here than in mexico though going back to that because i think
0: pretty much doing anything here instead of well, no, that's not true. Well, I bet there's lots of stuff in Mexico to do. That's I bad. rather,
1: I rather, no, no, no. I rather have them deal with like the, the mean stuff, like kind of like the little bullying, than, than like having the wild, crazy, I don't give a fuck kid over there. Because like there's kids that are like five and six driving around in mopeds and driving cars, <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, shit.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have that soon. Like to see some five year olds running around on ruckuses. <laughs> Is that what, was that what they're called? Ruckuses? Or are they just ruckus? Ruckus. I think it's ruckus. Ruckuses. ruckuses. All right, Lex. Happy New Year. We'll, Happy New um, Year. We'll be back. Uh, hopefully, we'll have episodes right in a row. If not, I'll do some solo shit.
1: We should have some.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll have a little break for the holiday. And uh, we'll be back slinging dick in uh, 2014, <laughs> like Joey Diaz would say. Yeah. All right, guys, have a good day, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Later.
4: I saw her today at the reception A glass of wine in her hand I knew she was going to meet her connection At her feet was a footloose man The Chelsea drugstore to get your prescription filled. I was standing in line with Mr. Jimmy, a man did he look pretty ill? I said to him, You can't always get what you want. Smartphone!